You're tuning in to Pastar Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro Center Dan Copen. Welcome to Pastar Prime. We're with Tip, Dan, our super producer Max over there. And we got some things to get to today. We have an interview coming up with James Henderson, who is the president and head coach of the North Texas Devils of the U.S. AFL. People might ask what that is, Dan. I thought you were going to ask what that is. Well, United States, Australian. Aussie. Aussie. I don't don't know if it's Aussie. Aussie Football League. It is intense stuff. The videos are outrageously, like, I wonder if I could do it. I couldn't do it. No. So we've no. got a conversation with them, which is going to be fun. You know, we're so, going to have some fun with that. Just to give an overview, mm-hmm. um, one of our squad locker teammates, and by the way, we're, we're, we're have a somewhat of a live studio off, off audience oh, today. Yeah. There's a dozen people out there As, in the office. You know, today. some people are coming back to work safely, mm. mind you. Socially um, distant. Socially distant. Masked. Masked, following yep. the rules. Uh, temperature gauge yep. coming in the office. Yep. We're following the rules. Doing all the right things here at Squad Locker, okay? People are coming back. They're walking by the mm-hmm. studio, peeking in just to see what's going they're on. They're waiting outside for autographs. They might <laughs> they're, be. Yeah, they're waiting outside for us to sign but autographs. One, one of our team members had forwarded us an email of this Aussie football league. Mm-hmm. I assumed it was just rugby. I was yeah. wrong. Oh, we were both wrong. Very wrong. And when you look at this... And you watch it, and you can YouTube it, you can Google. Maybe we can put something up there, uh, link up there, Max, yeah. for uh, the listeners. It is a pretty cool sport, and it, it involves is. a lot of different uh, abilities uh, that you get from, or that, that, that you acquire or you, you learn from mainstream sports, basketball, height, uh, kicking, soccer. Like. That's what a it lot of like. different things and abilities go into this sport. And it's it's pretty cool. So we're excited to talk to James today about that. Uh, see, they where don't know this, going. but we're going to make them team of the week. Oh, that's we have a team of the week coming up. See, and they're going to be the team of the week. So nice just you it's do. good. And that's what you know. Squad, like we're we're getting busy in here, Max. Yeah, you know, but, we got people coming in. We got little league starting, softball starting, lacrosse starting. These are our sports at Squad Locker. We do a ton with right. We do a ton with lots of sports. But it seems like baseball season always feels like okay, sports are starting again. Like mm-hmm. these people are playing. Let's go. We're shipping uniforms direct to home. Like, we're making it happen. So, you, you know, know, we're excited I mean, about I, I've it. Learned it feels a, busy. Again. I've, I've learned a lot. And, you know, yeah. with the youth sports that we do, the high schools that we do, the businesses that we do as well, mm-hmm. but specifically for these sports, the sublimated uniforms that we have now. Woo! Boy, what a topic. Let's, you Dan. know, would you, I mean. Did you know you, that you, term before? I, I, did not, you, I, I, I did not. I actually remember Dan early on said sublimated, <laughs> <Yeah>. Max. <laughs> <laughs> spell, spell, spell actually it. spell it you want me to spell, spell it? it sublimated sub spell it out s-u-b-l-i-m-a-t-e-d no yeah. oh that's right yeah sublimated. you're thinking sublimated i would no i was thinking i was thinking <laughs> sublimated or sublimating sublimate no i was sublimated. putting the, I, I was putting the ing on the end we do sublimated one-off uniforms direct to home nobody yes. else does it we do it it's and, awesome. And, and fun it's little important. fact for the viewers here, if you have camps, if you have businesses and you're in need of, short, of shirts, 
Oh, the a lot, a lot of director garment yes. printing. DTG yeah. is what I like to call it. Yeah, Dan's learning the terms, Max. <laughs> Can you spell that one out? We D oh, yeah, T G. <laughs> no, ask him what that means. He didn't know director garment. He does I do know. now. I do. He now. does now. But that is just that. That's ink, right? Going yeah, we don't want you garment. to learn too much because then we're gonna have to pay you for two hours a week. So we're, right now we got you for one. We don't want to have to pay for two. Don't learn too many terms. Um, the reason that we're talking about is to start. Football's over. Yeah. So there's not a lot happening right now. NCAA basketball will ramp up with March Madness. Then spring training baseball leads you right into opening day. So it's coming. Um, derby. Oh, Derby. That's a ma- but, Masters. But, but it's one. It's, the problem with the Derby is just one day. one day. I mean, I'm not going to research horses except for no, like the day No, and if before. you're not going to go, like the, yeah. the race days down there are phenomenal. You got the Oaks on Friday, and it's probably mm-hmm. 12 races on Friday. Yep. Do you I, remember I all 12 races? No. No. <laughs> don't know <laughs> how many races do you get how many mint juleps do you have is that you what know, the drink I, is of choice those things are gas those things are <laughs> you can have one and a half straight gas yeah, and, one you and know I, I i like to do uh maybe a tito's and soda mm-hmm. maybe a tito's and water because then you're hydrating while you're mm. dehydrating yourself yes. so you're sort of staying level yep um i like to do that a little bit and then you got 12 on saturday Obviously, the big one, you know, post time is probably around 6, 630 mm-hmm. um, for the Derby on, on a Saturday. A lot of fun. But if you're not going to the race, you're not watching all those races. So you're yeah. watching two minutes, and it's a great time. You're going to wear yeah. a hat. Over hat quick. At home. Over Kids real love quick. It. It's fun, but it's over quick. Yeah. Funny thing is, so when I was playing, you couldn't wait till the football season to get over with. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a long season, grueling, watching a lot of film. The last thing you want to watch is football. My brother always used to say, like, oh, man, you know, football's over. Yeah, what do you do now? How many days till the preseason? You know, they just want to watch football. I never got it until about two years ago when you're out long enough, then you become a fan. That hangover Mm. for when football Mm. is over is real. And it's not overdone where there's so many games. You have the weekend, really. I mean, now they've stretched it into Thursday night football, Monday night football. But it's like with baseball, there's a game every night. Every team. So, like, literally, it's nonstop. Like, you can watch tons. You know, basketball, same kind of way, right? It's not every night, but there's a lot on. Football is like, it's, you think of it in weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Week one, week two, week three. All of a sudden, the weeks are out. There's no more weeks. No more weeks. We saw a trophy get thrown off a boat into another boat, which was pretty amazing. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, I thought it was hilarious. And, I mean, there's not there's not a lot that guy can do that I don't like. That I don't like but True, <laughs> yeah. So, but through the through the trophy off the boat, uh, the m- daughter? The, of, da- the daughter of the... Maker the, of the trophy. The designer. The original designer, of the the original designer for Tiffany's, his mm, daughter. Was upset. She couldn't sleep. <laughs> That's what she said in the interview. For a couple nights. Yeah. Uh, she could not sleep and uh, because the trophy was disrespected. And my thought on that is do not send her a video of what happens to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Because I feel like that thing is probably disrespected also. The other you thing know. is, too, why wouldn't she talk about this, what, two years ago? When did, did Gronk There's put a, a, yeah, take, a, a, take a baseball bat to bunted, it? He bunted a ball. Yeah. With the trophy and put a huge dent in it. Yeah. So this is a Brady attack. I think it, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a Brady attack. It's a something attack. I don't why would she do that? I don't know. Attention. I think, look, and I think Jason licked like uh, like um L I C H T. Licked like liked. Jason. He was in right, Jason, Jason, Jason L. The GM for Tampa <laughs> Jason L. actually responded yeah. on Twitter, which was kind of classic. Just just relax. 
Ooh, relax. Relax. Yeah. Take it easy. Mm. Take a breath. You know, and I think I can see where I can see where she's upset. Yeah. You know, this is the holy grail. You work your whole life, the whole mm. season to get this trophy. You don't want to see anything bad happen to it. Mm. But that being said, you want to have some fun too. Yeah, I was and, and throwing that ended up in the water. Throwing it, hilarious. Throwing <laughs> it, they're, they're, they're not going to lose it. No, right? they could have done a video of like scuba diving, like find it down there. There's a treasure box down there. I was thinking about it, Max. I was like, if that went in, you're telling me they wouldn't have done something hilarious with that. It would have been awesome. You know, like I thought that was a good time. Like just have a good time on the boats. It's just ten feet. He can make it. Yeah, it's fine. And there was no question he was going to complete that pass. <laughs> so I mean, that's fine. So football's over. We said March Madness is coming up. This is when I start tuning into college basketball. Then. Yep. Just start to get NBA? the mind ready. Uh, <laughs> I start tuning into NBA when the Celtics are in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Around the time. I'll tune in. It's strange without fans. The other thing that was weird, were we watching this or was I watching this with somebody else? We were watching a basketball game, and the the bench was all spread out. Oh. People were all, were no, no, this? no. Well, Who no. was I watching this with? I don't I know. I can't remember. It wasn't me, but the, the – yeah, all the, like even college and pro. Yeah, they're six feet apart. They're spacing on on the sideline. They're all tested. Correct. So what are they doing on the bench? All spaced out. It didn't make any sense to me when they're so, when they're an inch apart on the the floor. You're saying? Well, yeah, they're they're literally subbing into the game and then hey, boxing out. <laughs> sweat flying everywhere. Sweat. But then when they go back to the bench, they're like, "Okay, we're sitting. I'm sitting here. Somebody's sitting there. Somebody's sitting there." It's like you could put the bench together. I think maybe it's just the optics. They just don't want to be like, "Oh, these people, you know, are together. Like we can spread them out." Maybe I don't know. It could be. An I think it's thing. just another one of those things with COVID going yeah. on. It's like one Tricky. of those things that just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You can do this, but you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. I mean, I mean, I'm, you can. All, every one of our listeners. Or whoever's listening to this show right now, maybe five now. We might be up to ten. Maybe ten. Yeah, we might be up to ten. Has those things where it's going to school or going to work, and it's mm-hmm. just like, well, I can do this, but I can't do that. That just doesn't make sense. So yeah, I mean, that's you know, true. You're just trying to figure it out as it's you go. Tricky. And, and you're right. Optics probably plays a little yeah. bit of a role into that. Hey, look at us. We're following the rules. Yeah. But you can go in and play man-to-man defense, and you know, mm-hmm. absolutely, it's strange. I uh, you did mention water. I think you said Tito's in water earlier. I did. Speaking of water, I was going to segue then, Max, but pro move, I waited. Master of segues. I waited, right? Two things with water uh, coming up, right? We have, um, we've been drinking a lot of water. A lot. Because we've been pounding the miles on the old Peloton challenge. We got people following us. I have some messages that are like, thank you for inspiring me to ride the bike again. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I will send you a couple of messages I have like, you can guys you, prompted you me to get the bike out. No oh, way. yeah, We'll post it. I'll send you some that I have that are like, people are getting interested. I've gotten new followers. I haven't gotten one I've like, got hey, followers. thanks for inspiring me to be a better uh, person. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. They'll, they'll be there. Um, we are pounding some miles, Max, in terms of like the, the Peloton so challenge. You, so we talked about, do you want to just lay out what's going to happen? Yes, that's what I was getting so to. This so is the official. other part of the water is the jumping drink. in the water. Oh, well, that, that part. That okay. Sense. On March 1st. This is what the bet was. So if we never have explained this well enough, this is what it is. So Dan and I are, are doing the Peloton ride challenge. Many miles as you can. He's beating me by 100 miles right now. 140. No. Well, I'm going to ride 40 tonight. So it's 100 basically. 140, right? Well, he doesn't realize just, there's, 20, there's 48 hours in the last weekend. I can ride 20 miles an hour. No, and can. that's 960. So I'm never out of the fight. 
Never out of the fight. 28 to 3. That's right. Never out of the fight. That's, That's exactly fine, right. I, I'm not the Falcons. Yeah, I know. But you are. I, you, I will give you this. Dan is a worthy competitor. He is tough. He's hard-headed, and he doesn't want to lose. And sometimes you forget that there's that gear in, in some athletes, and he's got the gear. So this is going to be a little tougher than I thought. But I'm going to try to catch you. <laughs> a little tougher than you thought? <laughs> I'm riding my butt off right now. I actually bought the extra pad for the seat because I'm starting to get a little saddle saddle soreness. I have yeah. got that chamois butter or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. You got me some. I, I, yeah. I, I did. That yeah, was a nice present. Some. That was a good gesture. I have gone through a bottle of that already. Oh, wow. I am just lathering <laughs> myself with it. This morning, I mean, I've gotten on. It's, you know. Just a little half over the, the yeah, month, a little, month a little over half. Yep. So February thirteenth, right around there, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, I just got to get to the fourteenth. I'm halfway through. Yep. And halfway. I was probably probably at like right. I, I think I was like maybe a little bit below five hundred miles at that point. Mm-hmm. I got to the fourteenth. I rode I sixty know, miles, 40, 50, yeah. 60 miles, or something like that. And then I realized like. Shit, I'm not even halfway yet. I know. It's a lot. This is a problem. And then you went on and did like 45 last night, which really annoyed me because I thought I could pull ahead a little bit on the weekend. I'm not going to let you leave me. Not going to let it. And I'm at 640 right now, and I don't think I'm halfway. It's crazy. It's crazy to think, Max. First of all, my legs hurt today. My legs are so sore. My legs are also rocks right (laughs) now. We lifted, we we moved a, a counter. For Dan this weekend, Max, and the thing was made out of cement. I'm not joking. It was a cement top, and we couldn't get it off, so we lifted it. No problem. I could lift a Volkswagen right now. I feel <laughs> I feel very strong with the legs. Don't I've, use the back. I've got, I've got an injury. You do. You cut yeah, your finger got a, there. You know, that was trouble. Half the but, fingernail went. went <laughs> and you know, I've always said this too. I've told my wife, fingers and toes are the worst. Oh, it's the worst injury. The worst. Nags you. The worst. Nags you. you Imagine know, for a pitcher, Dan. You got a blister? Oh, yeah, you can't. You go on the DL. It's a blister. It's It's nothing. It's the tiniest injury. You can't do anything for like two weeks. I understand why it hurts, but it hurts more than other things, which annoys me. Like, I mean, just like getting this hangnail type thing Mm -hmm. caught on clothes. Yeah. It makes me jump. It's it heals faster than like a broken bone or an ACL or something, but man, it, it, it better is heal nagging. fast. It is nagging. Good thing it doesn't sure. affect my pedaling because you will not win. That's right. So back to the matter at hand. So we're we're gonna have drones in the air. We're, gonna, you, one of us will be jumping in the water. We all know at who. Narragansett Beach, full under under all the way, head and everything. Gotta are, go under. Are you just gonna have, take a running start and not think are about you? it? Are you? No, I'm. I'm, I'm clearly in the uh, okay, driver's we'll seat right So I told Dan, I said, there's three things that I'm scared of. Spiders are number one. <laughs> so I already, I've already worried that I've told him this, and I'm worried that you guys might try to steal my clothes after or, like, put a fake spider in my clothes. So don't do that. Don't do that. Spiders are number one. Looking fat is number two. <laughs> We're working on that. <laughs> We're working on that. And number three is cold water. Yeah. I hate I hated uh, the cold tub. Like playing I like ball, the cold tub, I hated it so much. No, I just was like, "Can I just get in the hot tub?" <laughs> you know what the best is contrast. Contrast, makes contrast you feel is amazing. good. You're right. Contrast is yeah. good because yeah. the cold doesn't feel as good as right. cold. If you're right. going from the hot water, 105 degrees or whatever right. it is, and into that 40 degree water, your legs are so heated yeah. it doesn't hurt as much. So the contrast right. is definitely the way to go if okay. you're going to recover. I almost got some Normatec boots. For I my saw, legs. Uh, yeah, you mentioned that. I almost pulled the trigger on that. Guys are using the, them. 
athletes are using those all the time now, right? I yeah. see those all over the no, place. No, they're great. That's how people recover. Yeah. Have yeah. you done it? Have you I done have. those? Yeah, yeah, I've never yep. done it. Yep. Never no. tried it. They work. So somebody's going in March 1st, drone footage. We'll have some great footage for that. So uh, you're gonna we'll probably to have, sell ad you're gonna space. have to have your shirt off for that. Well, we're gonna sell ad space. So if it's me, the back is gonna be uh, <laughs> two grand, and I'll hashtag or at anything that you want. The chest might be more because this is getting cut up. <laughs> what, what goldenpalace.com? Right? It was like <laughs> the one streaker from the Super yeah. Bowl. No, I was gonna say. Uh, no, I was gonna say, like uh, like the uh, Chinese Empress uh, Palace, mm-hmm. which is like a Chinese restaurant, Chinese food restaurant. I'll ad- I'll do an ad. Like I'll- we'll find a place for that. No problem. Island uh, uh, Cafe Garden. Yeah. <laughs> they they want to drop an ad on here. Go ahead, couple grand. I'm in. If or you are. So we'll see who gets in the water. I'm just setting the pace, buddy. That's coming. All, we're, I, got, we're all I gotta do is keep setting the pace. Yeah, it's, it's tough to beat. Uh, I'm just so excited that we're ex- inspiring so many people to join in this fitness I'm challenge. Ex- I'm, I'm glad yeah. you are exp- inspiring. I have not mm-hmm. had one. Well, you're not as, as social as, as I am in terms that's, of that's like very, posting. So, true. you know, we got to get you out there a little bit that's more. That's very true. Um, one other thing that was wild we didn't talk about last week is Trevor Bauer's contract. So this is where – this will be our last thing we'll touch on probably before we jump in the interview. But No, well, if we're going to talk about contract, I think – Watson's contract too. Yes. Okay. Or just the situation, just to touch on it because I think it's signed a four-year deal for 156, 56 million last year. Yep. Last year. And then poof. Now he doesn't want to play. Doesn't want to play. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Uh, I was watching Ballers the other night because I'm ri- watching Ballers while I'm riding the Peloton, and the guy I can't remember one of the main characters. He does the same thing where he ends up wanting to be a gamer. And he's like, yeah, I'm a $100 million defensive end, but, like, I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to play, like, whatever the game was. (laughs) Whatever it was. So, I don't know. Maybe he's made his money. Maybe he's done. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. No, he's upset at the organization. I get get it. But he signed. All right. So, there's sort of that Patriot regime down there Mm -hmm. with uh, Billy O'Brien fired last year. Bring in Nick, Nick Casario. Um, that Jack Easterby is down there, uh, who is with New England as well, bringing a new head coach. So there's still that New England feel down mm-hmm. there. But if you didn't like it then, why sign the contract? I don't know. Why? I mean, I get $156 million. Yeah. I'm signing that contract. A lot's gone on I down don't there. Care. People are bailing. I don't care. And here's the thing about I mean, we've talked mm-hmm. about this too. Baseball contracts, hockey contracts, basketball contracts. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing in common? Uh, they're usually a lot of money if you're any good. Correct. But the other thing. What's they're the all thing? guaranteed. Oh, oh, yeah. We're not talking right, right. football. You no, didn't mention football. Yeah, ba- baseball. Difference of football. Oh, yeah. Difference of football is guaranteed money. Right. So so Trevor Bauer's contract is three years, 100, and 100 plus million. He's getting 42 million year one. Is he worth it? It's, I, I did the math. It was $12,800 a pitch. If he throws, if he has thirty-five starts and throws hundred pitches a start, which is wild, right? So he could be worth it. But by the way, if he does not play this year, he, he still, still gets, gets it. he still gets he still forty gets million dollars. So that's the yeah. thing with football, right? Yeah. I get the fact. Like, here's been the one, the one hangup: football contracts aren't guaranteed. That full mm-hmm. number that they signed for, and they got to look at. All right, what's the three-year? The three-year payout. Yep. What's the guaranteed money? His guaranteed guaranteed money is one hundred and ten million. I think he had twenty some twenty-seven mm-hmm. million on the signing bonus. But 
it's not really a contract, right? Mm-hmm. Because that team can still cut you. Yeah. And it doesn't really make a difference for him. But it's fig- let, let's talk about like a minimum wage guy. Mm-hmm. You know, just making the minimum is probably yep. I don't know, probably around four hundred thousand. Yeah. Well, that's not minimum wage. That's the no, no, league no, no. minimum. <laughs> league minimum. <laughs> minimum wage. If that was a minimum wage in the country, that would be a big number. Four hundred. <laughs> I think everybody would be happy. Yeah, everyone that. would be really happy. The league minimum, maybe yeah. around league minimum. 400, yeah. 450. I think it was mm-hmm. 250 when I um, first came in. Mm-hmm. Owners have no problems cutting those guys. So if they don't have to honor their mm-hmm. side of it, I get why you know you can see some of these guys force the hand of the owner. Yep. But is it right? It's a tricky sport for it. It's a tricky sport for it because you could get hurt, bang, like that, and be out. Baseball the same way though. It's just the players' unions. Yeah, but Bauer's yeah. just still getting that hundred. I know it's forty wild, million right? guaranteed. Well, Carl Pavano, I remember, signed a contract to the Yankees for like fifty million. I think he had. I think he threw three pitches. So the didn't play four years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember that was ten years ago. You know, so that, I mean, that's what happens. It's just different. So contracts are totally different between the leagues. We've had this conversation a bunch. There's like the NFL needs a little revamp on like the union or something. You know, so you guys get the guaranteed cash somewhere. Is there something that's better, though, about the NFL contracts than the other sports? I don't think so. <laughs> it's it's Look, not money. It's not, it's not well, like it's, the amount of money. Well, it's, I, well, it's less Well, it's the, the less quarterback, games, the, the quor- but it's not like it doesn't really matter. The quarterback you know? money is coming into where baseball pit, pitchers yep. are and, yep. and, you know, those NBA, yep. the top ten in the NBA where yeah. they're making those – I mean, yeah, their deals are lucrative. NBA deals are lucrative. Well, you know what? And they don't even play hard. Hockey I'm sorry. No, hockey I'm numbers sorry. are low. I'm not yeah. even. I, look, hockey numbers I, are low. They're not massive numbers for. I'm hockey. not saying anything bad about an NBA player as an athlete. I think they are some mm. of the greatest athletes yeah. on the face of the earth. LeBron, LeBron mm-hmm. James, like six nine, six eight, whatever he is, yeah. two hundred some pounds, probably could play football, mm-hmm. probably could play baseball, probably just a f- phenomenal athlete. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of them in the NBA. But I can't watch an NBA game for two reasons. One, it doesn't look like they try hard. Mm. Music, the music's playing. I was confused they don't, by they that. They don't try hard. They just play offense. They don't play defense. Yep. They just want to score, and they never stop blowing the goddamn whistle. Yeah, there a is a foul. Yeah, every time like down the, the court. Big, remember, uh, like, so I always when I think of basketball, still I go back to Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. When, you know, and I was young then. I was super young. I'm more Jordan era. And, and up, like when I was really young. Mm-hmm. But like Magic Johnson would drive into the lane and get destroyed. No whistle. And no whistle. No right? whistle. Like Larry Bird would, I used to love how Larry Bird picked on people too. He'd be like, I'm going to shoot it from right there. No. And you found out, you found right out about that <laughs> afterwards though. You didn't know he talked so much I shit. I know. But that, but they these guys would drive in the lane and get meleeed. Now it's like a guy goes in the lane and like, does this and like bang, guy hits his elbow. It's like, uh, boop, you know, free throws. It is so frustrating. So, you can't even watch. But it, that is incredible not incredible athletes. But, incredible athletes. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not denying sure. that. But I'm just saying the game for a viewer, from a viewer perspective, mm-hmm. isn't my cup. Of swallow the swallow the whistle, ref. Yeah, a little That's bit. What you say. Go go it. watch a college game. Go watch how yeah. how they actually yeah. play. Because yep. it's physical. It's not blowing a whistle mm-hmm. every time down. They let them play. That's right. And by the way, those kids play a hell of a lot harder. Yeah. I think so too. That's why March Madness slap the floor when they play defense. Fantastic. Yes, <laughs> slap the floor, <laughs> move their feet. Bobby Hurley used yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Wojciechowski? Wojo? Wojo? Do, oh, we're Duke. Gene? Gene? Are we Duke? Guys? I'm not a Duke guy. <laughs> we just dropped Duke's name all but, over the but place. But I did hate Christian Leitner. Oh yeah, what a what a documentary. But that they were is. so. That's a, uh, he's he was a tough guy though. 
He's a tough guy, but you yeah. watch him. He's also cheap. You shot. watch. You watch that thing. Now you. Now you. Now I'm a fan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, we got a we got an interview coming up with a whole new sport. We're going to talk about. This is going to be so, fantastic. I'm actually excited to. Talk I'm excited to, this to talk about different sports. Like who could come? Or I'm going to ask him this question. I'm going to say, hey, who can who could play from? If you guys could pick a draft from any sport, like who do you bring in to play in this league? Who's the best right? one? Yeah. Do you bring? What is it sport? LeBron? No, yeah. is it LeBron? Like, is it that or you just type want, of person? Or you just want the athlete. Yeah. Or is it Danny Woodhead, who, by the way, was hilarious on our last interview? People were oh, people man. were hammering me about him, saying, like, you know, there's no way he's a plus two handicap on, on the golf course. So there's some challenges coming his way. I, I can feel that coming. I, 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 will, yeah. I will back Woodhead. That guy, yeah. that guy can swing the club. I, I watched good. the Instagram, and I agree. I agree. I'm in his camp. I think he's a plus one, two, three in that range for sure. Well, you just you just want to get strokes. That doesn't happen. If I get there. strokes, it'll be great. It'll be a great day. So we're excited for that. All right. So, so let's get let's to this interview it. from James Henderson, and mm-hmm. then um, actually we're going to surprise him too. He's going to be team which of the week. We'll, we'll take care of the team of the week, and uh, he doesn't know that yet. We're going to tell him in the interview. This was episode no. twelve, powered by Squad. Oh, Robert. did we not say that? I don't think we did. I, oh, I always forget. I'm out of it today. It's we got people in the office. We're getting back to going around here, Max. Maybe you should maybe you should go out and just. You're going to see my attitude somebody. change. You're going to see my attitude change around here. We're going to get back to. You need you know. a vacation. No, no. You need did, to ride more miles. I did just book one. I did just book one. That 140 miles is sitting on your. So head. we're going to have. We will we'll have an episode where we are probably both out of the office, on vacation. On a bike. So you're going to be in here. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to have to, we're going to have to zoom into you. We'll yep. So we'll out. figure that part out. All right. So. Here's James Henderson, and then we will catch you on the next one. That's right. All right. We are here. I'm excited about uh, talking with these guys yeah. about something that, that we don't know. You know, the Aussie Football League. We have James mm-hmm. Henderson, the president mm-hmm. and head coach of the North Texas Devils. In the U.S. AFL. U.S. AFL. Yep. And then we have Paul Burnett. Mm-hmm. Which is the he's a vice president mm-hmm. and a player, so we're going to get the coaching and the player perspective. And from us talking to them just mm-hmm. initially a little bit, they're already bu- busting balls. Oh so, yeah, they are. So we'll, we're going to learn a lot about this sport right now because you and I are are we've watched some stuff, guys. Watch some stuff. We're and a the, little. We're, the, the stuff they sent over was really good. Yes, and I thought it was in the communication, and I said it earlier. I thought it was more of a rugby thing. You mm-hmm. know, just that's that's what you thought, but. When looking at the clips, there's much more to this, and the abilities from soccer, basketball, football, all these different mm-hmm. abilities come into play to create a pretty pretty cool sport. So, yeah. you know, James, you're 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 the uh, president. You know, mm-hmm. can you give us some background on you know the overview of the sport and really how it came to North Texas? I guess. Yeah. How are you guys in Texas and doing this? I guess is how, a good yeah. how you how you doing how you doing this so, with the snow out there yeah. right now? By the way. Well, we're not doing too well with the snow. So we were supposed to kick off the season uh, training last weekend, but that's all on hold for the moment. We're, we're not used to it here in Texas. Everything's shut down. Do you have any shovels? Because that would, pro- that would <laughs> yeah. you know, Paul earlier said he doesn't even own gloves. So shovels <laughs> would help too. Yeah. I've I got a shovel to dig a hole, but nothing to shovel snow. Don't <laughs> <laughs> mess with this yep. guy. Yep. Uh, yeah. Can you just give us a little background on what, what Aussie football is? Yeah. Take us through it. Absolutely, guys. Yeah, I, I think you guys sort of summed it up at the start um, a little bit by saying that it incorporates so many different elements of different sports, soccer, basketball, you know, you name it. And I think the biggest challenge that the sport generally has in this market is exactly what you said as well, is 99% of people think it's rugby. 
And uh, what I like to describe to people is, you know, soccer and volleyball have the same shape ball. They ain't the same sport. And that's kind of the same with us, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. a similar shape ball. People see it. People think Australians and think of, you know, the, the Australian rugby team. Um, but this is a completely different sport with a lot more dynamicity, I think, than what rugby would have. Rugby uh, purists would hate me saying that. But um, it, as I said, incorporates all those different elements and, and it's something that's really unique and something that's pretty fresh in the U.S. at the moment. Yeah, I watched a couple clips, you know, a couple of, you sent a perfect clip over that was four or five minutes long that gave me a good understanding of it. But by the way, while I'm watching this clip, Dan, there's 80,000 people in the stands. Right. <laughs> I mean, the place <laughs> yeah. is going crazy. So, and then I'm watching it and it's like, it, it, it's like what you said. And it's like what Dan said to kind of intro this. It's, it seemed like there was two or three sports happening on the field at the same time, right? And it, you guys, mm-hmm. it, you almost use some terms that are the same where you start. And I wrote a few of these things down and we'll go in more into like the overall story too but i got excited because you're talking about like a jump ball to start the game where you like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bounce the ball in the middle of the field and it's like a basketball jump ball almost to kind of start or exactly. af- is it after is it after any type of score is that how that works so so that's after a goal yeah um okay. so players can score goals or they can score what we call behinds or points mm-hmm. um it's kind of almost you know people joke about a bit of a consolation goal because if you miss the main goals and you get it through the side it goal you get a goes point through the outside. Anyway. yeah it goes and, through uh, the outside poles i saw that yeah Exactly, just one exactly. Point. So one uh, every time there's a big stoppage in play that's in the field, um, then they'll do one of those, you know, bounces, we call it, or a tip-off of uh, more like uh, basketball. And then the same when a goal happens. I'll bring it back to the center so it's not one side kicking to the other side. It sort of resets play, and, and both sides have an equal chance at it. The bounce, though, I mean, you've got to hit that, the ball, <laughs> and like the perfect, <laughs> perfect spot. I mean, I think, do you call it dribbling too? You, you're allowed to pass the ball or hand pass it or kick it, mm-hmm. but you can also dribble. So you've got to bounce 16 the ball yards. once every 16 yards, but you're yeah. running ball. Paul, you, you are playing this sport. I'm sure James has mm. too. How hard is it for a referee, let alone a guy running full speed to bounce that ball in the right spot to have it bounce yeah. back up to him? I mean, the hand eye coordination on that has got to be incredible. Yeah. Like, like the referees, they're, they're holding it like vertically and they're bouncing it and it, it's hitting the one spot. But with a player, you've got, as you're saying, like you're running and you've got to bounce it. We, we say like every five strides, you try and bounce it. It's like you're throwing it down in front of you like a dart and then you get it right in the point, it'll bounce back up to you. Um, but it's, yeah, running at full speed and trying to bounce it to come back into your hands. That's a skill. And you're, uh, yeah, and you're allowed to get hit at this point too. So there's other things mm-hmm. going on, which... I would think makes it more difficult. I mean, yeah. I try and bounce a football and like throw it back, and it just goes. Oh, it's haywire. all over the no place. Chance. And can, I mean, do people go like end to end? Like, what, what do you yeah. with it? Like, I guess you'd call it dribbling, right? I mean, and then also, how do you gauge six? You think it's sixteen yards, if I remember right? When I was mm-hmm. how do, how does the referee gauge that? Like, there's no line that's falling. They're just like, hey, they're basing it on strides almost. Or is this is this like a hockey offsides thing where it's like, ah, I was close enough. You know what I mean? Is that the, was that what it is? I think um, I, I think that the umpires we call them or referees um, they kind of monitor approximately where the guy is, and we sort of rough it out as around fifteen steps, right? Fourteen, fifteen steps. So they sort of see a player run, they'll say, "Okay, that guy's gone around fifteen yards," and you can sort of tell when someone's gone too far. Um, I, I love though that we're kicking this off, and the most fascinating thing for you guys is the bounce. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's well, hard. I think it's a really cool way to start a game, right? You know, it's like, and it's uh, you know, lacrosse. They they do the what's it called when they're down like this, like a scrum. It's, you know, not like, a scrum. It's not though. a scrum though. It's, it's a face off, isn't it? Right, and then you drop the puck in hockey, and like baseball, uh-huh. you just throw the first pitch. In football, you 
you know, you're kicking it off, kicking right? It off. So there's like lots of different ways to do it. I thought it was an interesting yeah. thing. Does do you guys not the, like the bounce? Are you trying to eliminate the, the bounce or something? The no, 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 absolutely. Does the ref ever mess it up? It's funny. It's uh, all time, all okay, time. Good. So yeah. the ref gets one shot. Now, if the ref bounces a ball and it goes, you know, to the left or to the right, they have to throw it up. Got it. So is this the, is this the so is this the most pot is this more popular than rugby in Australia? Yeah. So the the sport itself is the fourth biggest domestic sport in the world, um, behind NFL. I think it's the English Premier League soccer, German. I think Premier League, and then Australian rules football. So I think average crowd. It's uh, just under 50,000 for every game. Um, and it's primarily played or was primarily played in the state of Victoria. So of the professional league back home, 50% of the teams are all in one state. Wow. And ESPN picked up uh, picked up the sport, which had to have been some great you know recognition and some publicity for you guys during the pandemic. How, yeah. did, that, how did that work out? Yeah, so it used to be on ESPN. Um, I can't remember exactly when. I mean, I was a young kid when I know it was being played over here. So a lot of Americans saw it in like sort of the 90s, you know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., when you probably had a few too many drinks on a Saturday night, you'll watch your strange sport on TV. It happens. Um, yeah, well, usually it's when you have you have uh, no more – you need one bet to hit. And you're, you're, you know, look at it that way. It's like uh, I just missed the late-night basketball yeah. game, so, and I'm still down. i got to pay the bookie tomorrow. What's on? Bam, you got exactly. it. Like you guys are 12 hours and whatever the difference is, perfect, right? Yeah, so. exactly, exactly. But uh, going back to your question, I mean, when COVID hit, um, the Australian Football League really wanted to find a way to keep the sport going. So it was pretty controversial, but they put players into hubs or bubbles um, mm-hmm. and they moved them all to certain states where the states went locked down for COVID. So everyone relocated for two, three months at a time and, and they put entire teams in um, resort facilities in a couple of different states where they're allowed to play and those players were not allowed to leave you know those resorts and all the staff and everyone else around it as well um so that enabled the sport to you know continue and because everyone was so thirsty for sport last year of course everyone started tuning in and, and watching australian football so um espn as you said they picked it up fox sports one picked it up um and there was you know, pretty good traction from uh, particularly Americans and other people watching it around the world. So they signed a multi-year deal. And I think it's the next uh, two years, 21 and 22, it's it's still going to be played over here as well in the U.S. Is it in the U.S. right now? Okay, so now we're talking here, right? Most of our listeners. Yeah, you know, he, I mean, when, we are when global. When, but, you when, know, when he <laughs> says states, I'm trying to think the United States. And he's, yeah. Australia says states too. Got I got it. it. I got, got it. it. We're good. Here, right now. Is this a collegiate sport right now too? Did I did I hear something about that? Is this starting to actually be something that's involved in universities, or are we talking more club a, side? A, a club side, yeah. Are we talking club? Are we talking mostly pro? Are we talking youth? Like, where where's the development going for you guys? And then, like, how many states is it in right now too? You know, like, where's the yeah, growth there? So the the US league called the USAFL that's been around since 1997. So it's actually been here for a long time. It's mm-hmm. an amateur sport, um, and it's actually played in 50 cities around the country right now. Mm-hmm. So there's 48 teams, us being the devils of the newest 48th team to come into this league. Um, as we said, it is amateur. And so a lot of the time, you know, you're getting people who are just sort of in rec sports or social sports or things like that playing. And what we found is a lot of people who get involved in this league are Australian to expats over in the US for a period of time and they say well how, how do I meet other Aussies in a, in a city well I'll go play Australian football Got it. Um, the league rules though actually state now that every team can only be a maximum 50% Australians and that's both to stop ring-ins getting flown over here and stacking a team with Aussies mm-hmm. that have played their whole life 
um, but also to build like a US foundation of players. And so we're proactively, when I say we, the whole league proactively are going to other sports to form like allegiances and alliances with soccer and basketball, lacrosse, you know, you name it, we're trying to bring people across. Uh, a lot of time from rugby as well. Um, there is a, a bit of American football we're trying to bring uh, into it too. So you really need those different skills and, and sort of dynamicity coming across from all these different areas to field an Australian football team. Um, and then I think with the collegiate sort of part of things, there's been a couple of efforts in the past. I haven't been involved in any of those, but to really get into universities and colleges. And I think a few still have kind of um, the student social groups that might play as a bit of a fun social thing on the side, but it's mm-hmm. not really a, a collegiate sport with a collegiate mm-hmm. league at the moment. It feels like it could be because it feels like you could take athletes from different stuff. Sure. That's why it feels like a game that like get a bunch of athletes, you know, maybe they played basketball, maybe they played football, maybe they soccer. played baseball, mm-hmm. maybe they yeah. played soccer. And they're like, hey, they're not, they're like, they're going to go uh, not like intramural, but like club base and like they just want to still be super active, and maybe tackle some people. Right and like have you know have a good time you know like that's what it have a few, that's what have it feels a few like. drinks afterwards it feels like a it feels like a grab a beer after not too many because your legs will get sore and I'm coming to you next on this next question Paul because you got a Peloton shirt on <laughs> and, but I was gonna ask first what what position does Paul play I, I don't want to know uh, let's see well let's let's hear his output numbers first and then I'm gonna come to this next question <laughs> so Paul thirty minute ride on Peloton you know you're following us now we noticed that you follow us on Peloton hashtag past our prime on the Peloton right Max okay um, what's your numbers on a thirty minute thirty minute on output what are you getting to because you're a totally different athlete here we got a baseball player we got a football player new sport you know fresh sport here what are you putting up I like to hit about four hundred on a thirty minute. Yes. Um, All right. But, like my benchmark I go for is I have to be a hundred per ten minutes. So like I, I break it down by okay, mm-hmm. ten minutes, I need to go over a hundred per mark. So I think if I get below four hundred or thirty minutes, I'm disappointed. Okay. Um, come come dance with the big boys. He, he, he's up <laughs> he's with you. There. He's, he's in there. He's I, definitely I'm pushing, up with I'm us. pushing those. There's those there's numbers no doubt. for sure. I've, he's got the sweatshirt on though, so he must have done like five hundred rides or something. I, I, I feel I, like that's a freebie. That they give you. They send you that when that happens. But I was going to say, when you build the perfect athlete for this sport, I know that you guys talk about it's lots of different sizes and lots of different pieces. I saw that on some of your marketing material. It's like you've got a guy that might be 5'6", or a girl that might be smaller. You've got somebody who's 6'2". You've got somebody who's 7 feet, right, on some of these teams. So what if you could go build the perfect athlete, is it based on position? Right? Or is it based on if you gave me 25 of this person, I'm going to beat you? Right? Like, what do you think it is? 25 Pauls and you win the championship. Yeah, 25 Pauls, or is it, do you need, do you need some guys that can jump? You know, like, it seems like there's some, some aspect to it. Like, it's like that, but like, who do you go find? A team really goes from, I'd say, five foot nine to six foot eight, six foot nine kind of range. So that's the kind of thing. Every position is a different kind of, size got it um i remember like i i'm six foot um on a good day and i remember i went and played in a game in denver in a competition and i played against this guy about six foot five he was an ex-lineman for denver broncos he dropped like 70 pounds after a time came down and wanted to play afl and i'm up, up against marking him he's gonna beat me every day jumping catching the ball in the air but yeah i've got the, the little push to get away from him to try and get the space yeah he's um, not catching you 
Dan, by the way, was a Dan was, was Dan. Is it you? What? No, <laughs> was it you? <laughs> Dan, Dan was a lineman for the Denver Broncos for two years. years there, yeah. So it's definitely not yeah, me. It was I, not Dan. I don't I think I've seen Dan jump. Him. It's not Dan doesn't jump that well. So I don't, ju- I don't jump anymore. Well, you don't jump at all. I think is what. <laughs> no. Why, why, why would <laughs> you don't want to do that? <laughs> no. So you, you, know, you normally see like the, the bigger guys will be James. If I'm stop me if I if you disagree. Like you're the coach of this team. Like the the middle guys who go up for those the bounces and we, we call them the ruxmans, the ones that jump up like the basketball style. They're the normally the tall guys, um, yeah. and then you'd have people in the full forward. They're the people you want to kind of kick the ball to. Who's going to catch the ball to go for a goal? Like we've got uh, in the AFL over in Australia, you've got Mason Cox. He's a guy from Texas. He's like the only major American who's playing the sport right now. He's six foot ten. Oh. Um, he used to be a basketball player. Um, I can't remember where he played, but he was a Oklahoma Uni. Um, but yeah, his two positions are in the middle of the field, or as a ruckman, or he goes and plays full forward. So he's catching the ball to then shoot for goal. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly the, the smaller guys, they're the runners. They're the ones that are running around trying to find that open space to try and kick it to the big guys. So we're out. We're I, out there. We don't like to run. I, so. Yeah, I, I, I think. <laughs> Can running. you ride the bike there? <laughs> <laughs> I think run. How hard is it? I mean, you guys are playing on an oval field too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that many oval fields in yeah, the we, U.S. Is that a problem? We got to get into this because yeah, explain the oval field thing a little bit. The cricket, cricket, right? Yeah, field. To, to touch on that, actually, like when I'm going about back to the way AFL started. So back in the 1890s, AFL started for cricketers to basically get fit during their off-season. Mm-hmm. So it's like off-season kind of season. So they've gone, okay, here's a cricket field. How can we get our guys to keep them running through the off-season? So that's kind of one of the reasons why AFL kind of starts and they put those players in. So the field is, yeah, it's huge. It's a cricket-sized field. So it's like 150 to 200 yards, I think, goal to goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so like nearly double the size of an NFL field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then width as well is like 120 to 140. Um, so big, big fields. Each, like... A, a fit guy will probably run in about 20k a game. Oh, jeez. Um, Too much. There's a period. Um, but yeah, it's a big field. That's a big field. That's a lot of running. I, 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 th- I think uh, I was going to add on there. I think um, one of the things that Paul just mentioned was some ranges for the field. So that's the interesting part about the game. Every field, even in the pro league, is a different size. And so there's some dimensions within a field that need to be the same size, like the 50-meter arc from the goal line and the size of the center square and the distance between the center circle and the center square and so on and so on. But the actual fields themselves can be different lengths and different widths. Okay. And so some teams get used to playing right out far on the wings on the outsides and some teams are a much more corridor, you know, fast-running teams. So you can have a pretty distinctive home advantage, uh, not just because you're a crowd, because of the way that you're used to training on that field. But yeah. you you can't put that field your field inside a a you know 110 yard football field. You know what I mean? Like you can't play stadium. inside of a stadium, right? No, uh, no, they're all uh, our fields are all inside stadiums because you know they're cricket in summer and football in winter, Australian mm. football in winter. Yeah. Um, but over here you can't do that. Could no. you play in a baseball baseball stadium? I mean, that's more of a circular. Is it big enough? I don't even know. Not, not really. So I, I think going back to your question, like that is probably the biggest problem that we face here in the US is trying to find fields to play on it. And I think a lot of the teams around this country will use whatever they can find to train, um, whether that be soccer fields, rugby fields, baseball you know, fields, whatever it is. And then when it comes to game day, we kind of rent specific facilities that will fit the size of our fields on it. And then we'll get the lines drawn out and do it all for those games um, themselves. 
Um, some clubs, you know, are playing just in local parks. Um, the best team in our competition uh, over the last several years is Austin. Um, they've won five of the last six national championships and they play down at Zilka Park, if you're familiar with that, just outside of downtown. And they just literally put cones out around the park and say, this is where we're training. Hmm. I mean, it's different for, for Dan. He's playing in the same size field all yeah. the time, right? 100-yard football field, mm-hmm. your end zones, yeah. same width. Well, I mean, I'm you used to different you, fields. Yeah, Base, you, baseball, you, think about it. The outfield's different in every stadium. You're on the same mound. Same, same mound. Dimensions. Same dimensions. Same mound. Yeah, but they're saying the same thing, you know, from the 50-yard It can be different on the But outside. the outside, yeah. right, you know, you got the Green Monster yep. in Fenway. You got different dimensions all over. So it's not as uncommon, I think, as I was initially thinking, like, different fields, you know, different sheet mm-hmm. of ice once in a while. But it's, it's In the bigger, NHL, you got Olympic field. and oh, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it's definitely a bigger field for sure. So You know what the cool thing is, too, about this? You have men's and women's, correct? Correct. Yeah, the men's has been around, as Paul said, since the late 1800s. Um, the women's competition in Australia kind of went semi-pro just five years, since its fifth year now. Mm-hmm. Is there different rules? Uh, that's a good question, actually. I think the rules are much the same. Um, there's a different sized ball they play with, so the women's ball is just slightly smaller. Right. Um, other than that, I think the rules are essentially the same. And, and I, I sound a little bit uh, unsure on that because I've been living over here for quite a while, so I watched the women's game, but I haven't really got into the rules of the women's game and see if there is any differences like that. Um, but, I mean, they, they go at it just as hard as the guys do. And, you know, watching one of the highlights last week, I mean, those girls give it to each other. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. These guys tackle hard. Yeah, yeah, now, no. you can tackle between the shoulders and the knees, right? Yeah. So there's no there's no real – I mean, you're not going in super low, right? I'm guessing you're not really mm-hmm. headhunting, right? But I was watching some of the hits. I mean, they're real hits. You know, you guys are yeah. wrapping up and you're hitting hard, like, but no helmets. No, yeah. Do you look at football players and be like, you guys are a bunch of pigs? <laughs> yeah, you're soft. <laughs> yeah, I say that to Dan all the time. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, helmet to protect that. No, you're actually wearing a, a a weapon on your head. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you guys are actually exactly. you you guys should actually come to you know more football camps and teach kids how to tackle, tackle. because that's yeah. the one thing yeah. they say. You know, get your face up, keep it out of there, and if you take the helmet off, that's a way of teaching the correct way of tackling. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's um, shoulders and hips, so it's actually even a smaller area oh, than hips. shoulders and knees. Not even knees. Yeah. Wow. So just just the torso, and there is a whole tackling technique. So I mean, there's a lot of videos on YouTube guys can watch, but you can tackle someone, but in that area, wrap them up, and you want to kind of sling them to the ground as quick as you can, and and it's a whole different way of doing that. The other thing with the big hits, though, is it's, it's almost like a block in a sense in in American football, where if somebody's within you know several yards of the ball and you want to protect your own player, you can go in with a hip and shoulder, shoulder charge, whatever you call it um, as well. And you can we call it a shepherd, and you can knock those guys off. So you can protect your own player. When no no blindsiding, though, right? They've got, to, they've got to see you, you coming. Or, or you can blindside, too? Oh, man. Mm, yeah. you, can, you can blindside, yeah, you, guys. You, as can't, long as you can't blindside in football anymore, yeah. Like yeah, if, some, if somebody's head's down because they're trying to pick up a ball and you hit them above the shoulder height because you, you hit them with your shoulder, then obviously that's a penalty and you can get in trouble for that. But um, if somebody's running and, and you hit them from the side and they didn't know you were there, bad luck for them. Paul, yeah. Paul, I'm, yeah. I've seen one of these highlights. I don't, I don't know if it was you or not, but when they kick the ball down, I guess when they're trying to mark it, right, they kick it down the field, there are guys jumping on the top of other people's shoulders. It's called the springboard. Springboard. I, I read about They're this. They're looks dangerous. Catching the ball. I don't know if my shoulders or my wrist or you know, whatever. There's something that's going to break. Well, does this happen does a lot? Feel? Or did I just watch like a highlight tape that had all springboards? Because that seems like a common play. 
And I feel like that is tough to do because these people are they're running down and like they're stepping, they're putting their cleat on the back of somebody else and like launching up in the air. Does that happen all the time? Or is that yeah. like a highlight reel thing? We call it a specky. So you basically, uh, you're jumping up and you, you want to get your kind of knees into their shoulders. Yeah. And you're on top and you're going for, you're going for the mark. That's a hell of a vertical. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I, I'm not that brave, so I wouldn't go for that because falling from that height, that's yeah. Uh, but yeah, in, in the in the big games in Australia, yeah, it happens all the time. It's just it's such a hard thing to do because that timing. Because if you time it a little bit late and you don't catch the ball, it's a free kick for the other team. Mm-hmm. So you basically got to be sure mm-hmm. you're going for the ball and you're going to try and get it. Um, otherwise, yeah, you're you're kneeing some guy in the back. If if you <laughs> catch it though, it's a free kick for you, right? If you if you catch it on a springboard type, you come down with it, then it's a free kick. So if you're 30 yards out or whatever, you're just pumping it right through the uprights, I'm assuming, yeah, right? As soon as you catch the ball, it's basically game's paused. Um, you, yep. get, you get a certain period of time to, to get away and get the ball away from you. Uh, no one can touch you during that time. Um, so, yeah, you want to take that mark and then look for the next play and pass it on. Now, mm. the other thing was passing the ball. Because you can't just – correct me if I'm wrong. You can't just pass the ball to somebody. You hit it, right? You hit the ball to somebody, punch, punch it, punch it. Yeah, almost like volleyball. Like you're almost like setting it, but you're 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 pumping it to them. Now, yeah. <laughs> like, how far can you hit that thing? Like, how far can you can you punch the ball? You know, to somebody is that, or would you would you rather punch it, or would you rather kick it to somebody? You know, I feel like there's a lot I, of skills feel, that you have feel, to have. I feel here. like that's situational football, and you yeah, know, okay, just going to decide what's the best way to get him the ball. Yeah, yeah. what's the best way? Yeah. That, that depends on the play, guys. So a, a punch of the ball doesn't – so if a guy catches a punch, it's not a stop in play. So if you kick it to somebody and they catch it, then you kind of get your free kick. Although a lot of guys will play on to keep the game going fast. Um, you want to punch the ball. We call it a hand pass. You want to hand pass the ball um, when it's tight in play or you want to be real quick and sort of snap it off. So that can be one yard out to you know 25 yards for the guys who can really hit it hard. Um, but when you're kicking a ball, you have to kick it a minimum 15 yards for it to be a catch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kicking is more of a, a longer distance sort of thing, and there's a lot of variability in the way that you can kick it. Um, the ball can't hit the ground as well to make it a catch. You know, So if you pick it up off the ground, it's a run on play. Whereas when you hand pass it, some guys might want to hand pass it to somebody on the full or hand pass it along the ground or hold a bunch of different hand pass techniques. That's right. J- yeah. James, you're the head coach, and just take away that this guy probably knows nothing uh, about the rules of this game, probably hasn't played it. From the mainstream sports right now, football, basketball, soccer, baseball, whatever whatever sport you want to pick, whatever athlete you want to pick, is there a guy that just says, that's who, the yeah. body type that I want, the skill set, like he would be a good That's AFL what I was player. getting to earlier with like the perfect body, but like, there, now put, yeah, it but, to put, put, put it to an actual person. Who do you want to go draft right now? You get the first pick in the draft, and that person's going to leave their sport. Yes. Who do you go grab? That's a good question. That's Can't be Dan Ryan. See, I, I love asking good questions. It yeah. makes me feel better. Yeah, it's a good you day. stumped me there a little bit. I, it's kind of what Paul said before. Like you, you play, um, you play positional football, and so you know when you're going for somebody that, you know, if you can, if you need a ruckman, you can get a LeBron James in there. I mean, by all means, do that. We thought this might be you, a LeBron thing. Yep. It could be, but if you then want somebody who's going to be quick and nimble and run around, I mean, you might be going for a Ronaldo or something. So it's it's completely different. Um, really, depending on what each team needs. For so Ronaldo for would side. be more of a forward offensive player, and Le- LeBron would be that defensive guy. He's taking the tip off. I, the I, tip off. I'd, I'd put LeBron in the rock or down forward, and I'd put Ronaldo on the ball in the midfield. 
Now, if you took a team with just our guests that we've had on this show, we're putting a pretty good team on the field. I Me, mean, you, yeah. Danny Woodhead, Matt Castle, yeah. Brandon Barnes, Ryan Reed. Smart players. We might have put players. a team. We might have put a team together, you, guys. I, 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 Are you nervous? I'm a fan. <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Just watching this stuff, I actually yeah. can't wait to catch a game on TV and and and, and learn more about it. Absolutely. This is a, this is really a cool sport. Absolutely. So what's what's next, guys? When is the season? When does your season actually start? I think that's the next thing. Like what? And then where do we go watch it? When the snow you know how gone. like and we're in Rhode Island, right? But like where would where would I see this? You know, if I was in the Northeast, like how does this all work for you with like the season and everything starting? In Australia, the league is or the season's actually starting in two weeks, I think, or two or three weeks. Um, so that's going to be live on TV, as James is saying. It's going to be on ESPN or Fox Sports. Nice. You can watch it on that. Um, their season then goes all the way through. I think they play 22 games in total. So each team plays 22 and it goes through to the end of September where they have the finals. And then they have the grand final, which is 100,000 people kind of watching the thing. Over in America, due to that, what's going on with COVID, our season was meant to start in March or March, April, but we've now been delayed. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing what's going on with the USAFL, they keep pushing it back a little bit. But we're, we're as James said, we're hoping to start training last week. Um, and then we're going forward from that. And then we'll hopefully, with the COVID laws, we can be playing against local teams, so other Texas teams, mm-hmm. um, and kind of get those kind of games going. And then hopefully we'll have a national competition in the October, November kind of time. For you guys, get on TV and start watching some of these games. Amazon Prime have got a big documentary mm-hmm. coming out just about um, AFL, like they had... It's called um, Making the Mark or something like that. Uh, they had one on uh, the Cowboys a few years ago and then Tottenham Hotspur Football Club last year in Man City. So they're going to do that based on the sport as well. So that's a great thing for a person just to try and get into the sport and learn a bit more about the background of the sport. Um, for you guys, I know that there's – James, is there a team up in Rhode Island or in, in Boston area? Like, is, what's Yeah, there's, there's a Boston team. Um, there's a New York team as well. They're probably the two closest teams to you guys. Okay. That's doable. I like it. Hey, Paul, one last question for me. If you guys win the championship, right? What color Gatorade are you dousing James with? <laughs> our Gatorade, that's our, that's what, this is one of our questions, guys. So like favorite color Gatorade. So what's in the cooler? To, and then what do you got to dump on his head? So what do we got from the originals, by the way, none of this new stuff. Yeah, no G2, no Zero. We're just the original good sugar loaded They flavors. might not know the originals. Yeah, the, well, the originals, the, the red, yellow, and orange. Yep. There you go. You got it. Uh, yep. the, the red's the best one out of the originals. Yes. Um, yeah. but, yes. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. another one. We'll, we'll have to go the red. I love okay, it. so they're dumping red. I love it. We also, guys, uh, you know, we're, we're squad locker. That's what we do here. You know, this is the sidekick, I guess you could say, our podcast thing that we have here. Past our prime, follow on Instagram. Past our prime <laughs> show, um, but you guys are team of the week. So we got a, we got a five hundred dollar uh, coupon code to use in the store for the North Texas Devils. You've got you guys got it. Grab some stuff. Grab some gear for some of the team members for some of the coaching staff. Yeah, that's awesome. You know whatever whatever you need to. So we'll shoot that over to you. We got an account executive that you guys have had that I know you like working with. So she'll shoot it your way. So you guys are the team of the week. This was fun. I learned yeah, a ton. By the great. way, are you guys impressed with how much we knew about this? Like I feel like we knew a little bit more than we thought. Like we knew some of the I, some I, of the uh, things. I'm not gonna lie, you guys did some homework. I, I am impressed. Yeah. Thank you. So hey, we know we, we, know we, we take the, some things seriously. We do. And Paul, hey, we're we're in the Peloton challenge right now. Miles, I have yes. 640 in the month of February. He has 502. So no, well, 510. But no, 50, 502. 
Was it 502? I think I'm 543 or By 643. Way, a normal month, people try to do like 200 miles. So you can see where we, like, where our minds go. We are go getters. So, like, we're going to be in the thousands before this thing is over this month. <laughs> I, I saw you guys are trying to do is it a weight loss challenge? Is that part of your weight loss challenge? Nah, it's just anything that we can compete on, it could be, it could be drinking beer. We're going to compete on. So, <laughs> just luckily, this one has to do with physical fitness. Yeah, this so, one helps. So, this we're going to be shredding everybody. it off well, with we, this we, one. We'll have to get you guys uh, to come and do a goal kick, Australian football goal oh, kicking challenge. I would I like, like that. I like that. I would like to. I'd tear my hamstring. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Sure, that would go. That's an ankle injury. I'm in. I'm in spry shape, so I'll probably be great at it. But I'm, I'm ready to go. I got damn beat there. But yeah, you so. got you guys got two more fans of the of the AFL. Absolutely. That's for sure, and Absolutely. I can't wait to check it out. All right, guys, appreciate Love it, guys. Thank you. All right, Thank man. You good so luck. Have a good one, fellas. See ya. Alstar Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.